Hey everyone, this is Jesse Slade, and you're listening to To My Future Final Factors. And welcome to another episode of the To My Future Vinyl Collectors podcast with me, Jesse Slade, and my good friend over here, Mr. Matt Ballou. Matt, what's going on over there, man? I'm just living in America, man. (laughs) Well, sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes it can be a bad thing. We're both white men, so it's probably all right for us. Well, when, when the system is designed for you. Well, I'm poor as hell, so it's not good for me. Well, it's not designed for poor people. Yeah, I'm very poor. It's not designed for me. But if you're white and upper middle class to 0.001%, well, you are sitting pretty, sir. Well, if, it's, a, uh, it's a garden of delights. And, you know, honestly, I would probably say the demographic of people listening to this right now is that. So congratulations to you. Um, maybe is it? this Maybe this episode will... Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe there's some people in Fulton, Missouri. Maybe some... People in Eldon, Missouri. Yeah, I don't know. I hope that we have a diverse audience. I have no idea what our numbers are or anything. iTunes doesn't release that to us. I think probably if there was people beyond that, maybe Meridian, Mississippi. We did have some listens from Australia on SoundCloud, I noticed. That's so weird. you people out there listening in Australia, this episode's for you. Good day, mate. <laughs> this is America. Listen, so all, all the Australian people, I want to tell you that you guys are the backbone of podcasting because, number one, you have some of the best podcasts. Without you, we wouldn't be here, certainly. And the voices and the sounds and the experiences. Crocodile Dundee, really. That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's very stereotypical. But we know... It is. Aussie land, as I like to call it, is... It's Aussie-um. It's a egg... <laughs> <laughs> it is a land of wonders and grandeur and terror. Which brings us to our topic this week. America. Uh, America. Uh, terror. Um, so yeah, we are going to be talking about the latest Childish Gambino track. I'm sure most of you guys have heard it and or seen the video. Hopefully, if you haven't seen the video, you Stop whatever you're doing right now. Stop this podcast. I don't even care. Yeah. Go watch the video. Do it. Um, we'll always be here. Uh, Jesse. Yeah. Wow. I actually assigned it as part of my finals. Oh, really? To, to my... To, exactly. To my classes at the University of Missouri. Mizzou made. That's really good. M-I-Z-Z-O-U. So, so what was the... Like, how did they... You just said watch it and they... Um, we watched a clip by a comic book writer. A uh, woman last name is DeConic. She writes Bitch Planet. And she is the first woman to do an ongoing Avengers title. Oh. And so she has a really interesting talk called something along the lines of how to make people uncomfortable and still make a living. And then immediately after we watched her talk, we played... This is America. Oh, that's perfect. It, and it was. And, and what I did is I, tur- I I directed my students. I said, pay attention. I mean, the, the theme of this course from day one has been about awareness and attention. Right. And so I teach drawing and, and painting and things like that. 
and I said, these last two pieces of media that I'm going to show you in this class, the Deconic Talk and the Childish Gambino video, are about awareness and they are about attention. Make sure that you're not only paying attention to the fantastic Donald Glover magnet on the screen, right? but pay attention to what's going on in the background. Pay attention to the context. Pay attention to the design. Pay attention to the orchestration. Yeah. And I got amazing responses from my students because they had to write an essay. Oh, they did. Yeah. I, I make my drawing students write me words. <laughs> Most of them are undergrads, right? They're all undergrads. Yeah, yeah. So you got to make them write words. Otherwise, they won't do anything. Here, here. Um, so, yeah, with that, we're talking about, if you haven't already guessed, uh, Childish Gambino's This Is America broke the internet, basically. Yeah. Um, as soon as he dropped it, after he put on an amazing performance at SNL where he was in every single skit except for the cold open mm-hmm. and weekend update. And then he was also a musical guest. Um, another little detail that was great is at the beginning, he um, stayed in character and said, uh, you know, Childish Gambino is here tonight, which mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that, mm-hmm. that little detail of him <laughs> doing that. Um because he never really references himself as Charles Gambino too much. Right, right. It's and, and and also we know that he's ostensibly planning to retire after his next album. After the next album. Which there was talk of that before he dropped, you know, Awaken My Love too. So I don't know how much weight I put into it, but well, I mean, I wonder if he's just looking for another iteration. I mean, I think that he's reinvented Childish Gambino so many times. I don't see why he wouldn't just stick with it and just keep reinventing it. Right. I mean, it's got uh there's so much cachet and so much lineage right. that's connected already. Even for those of us like myself, I mean, I know you, Jesse, you have been down the Gambino path for a long time. But for me, right. it's it's been pretty recent. I would say only in the last eight, ten months that I've even... I think you might have, in fact, introduced me to Childish Gambino through Redbone back maybe at some event we were both at oh really way back in the day where you played it yeah maybe eight months ago oh really um wow that's good to know i I didn't know that the influence of the slade there you go um yeah i I, childish gambino has been one of i don't know one of my favorite artists for quite a while now i'm not trying to sound like stuck up or anything but i listened to him so i started watching the the tv show community that don glover was in right from the first episode that was on NBC because my roommate at the time was a big Chevy Chase fan and we were like, Oh, Chevy Chase is in this new show. Let's watch it. So we started watching community like from day one. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had heard, you know, Oh, the guy that plays Troy, you know, is also a rapper. And at the time I didn't really have, you know, I didn't have the ear for rap music. I didn't really like rap that much. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it and I was like, okay, that's neat. That's fun. And then I kind of dismissed it. And then I went, you know, back into, you know, college later and actually my RA Coulter, he's been on the podcast a few times. Mm-hmm. He introduced, reintroduced me to Childish Gambino because we were also mutual friends of community. And I kind of got into it around um, camp, you know, his EP a little bit. Mm-hmm. I liked Freaks and Geeks a lot. And then yeah. I've been following him ever since then. So a minute. Yeah, I've been a Childish Gambino yeah, fan you, for a long, long, you were, long time. You were, you were there before it got too hot. And I called it too, man, because, you know, I was, I knew he was a writer on 30 Rock. He was obviously Troy. 
Um, I knew his stand-up, which is on Netflix, Weirdo, is hilarious. Um, you know, and then I his music, I was like, this dude is incredible. I don't know how he isn't more like well known. And then lo and behold, he's he's a list of a list now. Exactly. Well, it, it's one of those things too, where as an artist of of any kind, whether it's visual, literary, musical, uh, you know, you can see when the entertainer has it all together. And when it's not just a niche, I mean, one of the most weird and amazing things about Donald Glover is that he is not one thing. How how on earth can you be Troy and Lando Calrissian? Right. It's Which, it's incredible. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, and we haven't even touched on that aspect of how he's now how he's also become a mainstream movie star as well as music star. Um, it's incredible. I I man, I am. I've never been so happy to see somebody succeed so much. Yeah. Because then, like, Atlanta. We haven't even freaking talked about Atlanta being one of the greatest things on TV right now. Yeah. Um, and he's the obviously, golden age of TV, man. And he's obviously, you know, writer, stars, like, everything in that. And it, the dude's the dude's amazing. But we're here to talk about the video, This Is America. Matt. Why don't you walk me through the first time that you saw the video and just kind of tell me what your like feelings were? Because I had an interesting process to this video. Um, I want to hear your thoughts first. So, I mean, we're, we're speaking about this only, what, maybe 10 days since it dropped? Yeah, it dropped last, yeah, last Saturday. So, so it's, it's not been, this on a Sunday. Yeah, so. so it's not been that long. And I immediately watched it that day. And I really didn't say much anyone else and I didn't I didn't I was processing it I watched it a couple times and then on Monday when it came to before class time I was getting ready to do my finals and I was like this thing is exactly what I need to do and I remember uh, one of the artists that I follow on Instagram this was Sunday night I actually uh, tagged you in her little clip of it that yeah. she had posted. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. So, something's going on here. Because I, I know the artists that I follow, I mean, I have many people of color that I follow. I have many people of all different levels from undergrads in the Netherlands to, you know, like blue chip artists in the United States. All over the world. And there are some when you know, you know that they have their finger on the pulse. Right. And this particular woman... As she has her finger on the pulse, and when she posted, I was like, "Whoa! I need, I need to, I need to watch it again, right? Because I don't, I don't know what I, I don't think I got it the first time. I think I was just like, Donald Glover has beautiful pecs. I like looking at his face. Mm-hmm. He, he bounces around. It looks great. So I had seen it maybe three times before I actually went and started looking into the background. Oh, really? Wow. So I, I mean, for for me, it was just like. It, it may, it's and, interesting. And, and, it's different than mine. And, and you can you can analyze it, but it. like my this is my this has been my assumption about Childish Gambino, is that he's more serious than poop de scoop de whoop <laughs> Kanye, but he's less serious than say Kendrick, or if you you could even go to like Lupe Fiasco. It's like he's. He's he's more serious than Migos, but he's not as serious as some of these guys, right? right? So like, and, and I know that I'm wrong on that, 
I think that I'm wrong on that. I actually think yeah. that he is. He's. Oh, I was laughing because he's best friends with the Migos. But I mean, and they're, they're they they do their thing, they but it is thing. definitely like I I, I sort scurp, of. Scurp. Isn't all trap just like uh, jock rap? I don't even know. I don't. I just, did. I just make up a freaking word. Jock like, rap. Like, jock rap. I don't know. It's definitely not dad rap. That that would be dad a great term. Oh yeah, Eminem. <laughs> the shady LP. Um, that's not a rag on Eminem. I actually really like Eminem. Uh. Um, but anyway, so that's really interesting. So the way that it happened for me is I woke up, I always wake up super early. I'm an early riser. I woke up at like six o'clock to a message from Coulter and it was a video. He was like, Oh, Charles Gambino dropped a new video. And I was like, what? So I immediately went, hooked up the system, listened to it, watched the video. First time through, I was like, man, I kind of hate that song. I was like, that song kind of sucked, but I feel like that video had obviously more importance going on. And then that's where I left it, and I texted that exact same thing to Coulter, and then I proceeded to watch it again. And, man, I felt so, like, weepy. Like, afterward, I was just very emotional. Like, after the church scene set in and everything, I was yeah. very emotional. Um, and then I proceeded to watch it again, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is some next-level shit. So it took about three before I was like, all right, this is stuff we're going to be talking about for a long time. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things, and I think intentionally by Donald Glover to establish a difference between the visual and the auditory experience, right? I mean, you think about some of the stuff in the past and the way he's structured his videos in the past— I mean, even tonight you were showing me uh, Oakland, Oakland, and like the the shift in expectation, right, from yeah. what you hear to what you see. Yeah, it's almost like in Oakland, the video goes with your expectation in a certain. I mean, it's it's slightly subverted, right? But but because it's very, uh, it, it has this beautiful romantic. Uh, paradisical kind of like vibe to it and then mm -hmm. suddenly everything freaking shifts gears in the last 30 seconds yeah and he's like some alien or something right and so i think that he is very aware of the difference as an artist he's very aware of the difference between the visual and the auditory yes and i think that he finds unique ways to make sure that you pay attention to both at the same time right if that makes any sense like I mean, obviously, just about everyone's probably heard about the, you know, the imagery, if you will, within, you know, This is America. And um, I already mentioned kind of the shootings and stuff, but yeah, did you want to break down some of the imagery a little bit? Yeah, pull it up. Talk, talk to us about it. Well, so, you know, we, you know, whenever it opens, obviously it opens with the guitar player um, sitting there. Right. And he resembles Trayvon Martin's father. I don't know if that was an artistic decision or if it's kind of a happy little accident. Yeah. We probably all never know. Right. Um, I think that there's a lot of things in this. Uh, Donald Glover's already come out and said that he's not going to say any meanings or anything. So I think that there's going to be a lot of things in here that we're going to be unsure about, but I think that's why he did it is to make us think, you know. Um, so yeah, you, we start out with him and, you know, 
he gets Donald Glover pull, or Childish Gambino, you know, pulls out the gun and shoots him. The first, you know, uh, you know, chorus drops in. It's like this is yeah. America. The gun is he, and he dispersed in a careful way. And yeah, he does it. He does some amazing things with not like like small moments, like the two times when he shoots. Yeah. The guns are laid into these like silk, yeah. red silk. They're like carefully, right. right? Yeah. Whereas the the human beings are dispatched with just like extreme prejudice. Yeah, just yeah. they just not even aiming really. You know. Yeah, I mean, they in drag... the first one where he's sort of like taking on that Jim Crow kind of like position. Boom. Yeah. Like that classic pose. Um, he takes that on, and that's careful. But when he shoots down the chorus, it's just like. He's not even looking at them. He's like, yeah, it's moving on. Like it's always moving forward. I feel like it's always pushing forward, pushing forward. And I was, you know, I was reading some, some, you know, reactions to this video and I was watching some YouTube ones and I was watching this. I just stumbled upon some random YouTube video and it was these two like obvious, like just normal small town white dudes doing their reaction to it and it was just the worst commentary possible but then i was also listening to you know ones that were really good commentary and somebody threw out the the thought that maybe you know childish gambino is america throughout the whole video and how he's distracting from everything going on around it while like he's committing these crimes and then he's like dancing to cover it up and like moving forward right. and all this stuff um, and but but, that was an interesting thought that I didn't really think of before. Yeah, and but then in the end, he sort of demonstrates the inability to get away. Yeah, and then they, it, it's that's almost what they were saying, as yeah. if when you commit the crime, you get away, but just by being who you are, you get attacked. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, he. It, the thing is, is that Charles Gambino, Donald Glover, Lando Calrissian, Troy, can take on so many personas. Yeah, and can, can be present in so many ways. He he's like uh, he's like an everyman, exactly in, in a an extremely dynamic way. I'm I'm actually of of all media going on right now. Right, I would say that I'm most kind of like astonished by Donald Glover. Yeah, I think I think, I think you is. expect someone like Beyonce to be transcendent, but but. Donald Glover is almost disarming with his ability to be good. And I don't want to just be gushing to be gushing, but it's just right. like, as an artist, somebody who's been in the art institutions for 20 years, when I look at someone like that, where the talent is just like pouring, I mean, it is not unrealistic to call him like a Paul McCartney kind of person. Right. He is, uh, He, yeah, I 100% agree. He is transcending what, art is what being a mainstream artist is he's you know you 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 mentioned redbone you know that yeah man that song freaking was what like the song of the summer in 2016 yeah. like, and it and it totally just it went hard it went hard but it also it's like amazing to me how well he can like tap into and take something that is like old and make right. it new, and make some, take something that's new and make it sound like you've heard it for a hundred years. Right, and that's the thing. Like, man, a lot of people hated on "Awaken My Love," and to those people, I want to say, 
how the hell can you hate on something that like if you hate on awaken my love you're hating on like funkadelic or parliament it's like you're just you just don't like that he like made a parliament record in 2016 like get over it it's freaking incredible we i actually think that what we're witnessing is a reintegration of all african-american music think think about this in the past african-american artists were expected to stay in their niche exactly they were expected to be if you're bob marley if you're a marley if you're from jamaica you do reggae if you are from motown you do a certain kind of r&b if you are from new york you rap a certain way you have a certain flow right right if you're from atlanta it's different if you're from la it's different if you're from south africa it's different and and now what we're seeing is that these people who used to determine the structure of like what was acceptable in, in arts, in music, in literature, are being transcended by all of these different voices. There are so many different African-American voices. There are so many different African voices, right, that are starting to be heard. And they're saying... This is part of Diana Ross is part of my thing, and Janelle Monet is part of my thing. Um, they're saying that that you know, like the way that Childish Gambino can take the sound of Funkadelic or the sound of Sun Ra or something that's happening in there, and and the the thing is that all these folks that we've been talking about recently, from we haven't dropped Thundercat yet, but we'll we'll do Thundercat at some point. You know, we've talked about Kamasi Washington just last time. Like, all of these amazing artists are bringing in and integrating these voices. You know, it's like, you don't only have to be Coltrane. You don't only have to be Miles. Even though they were transcendent in their voice. It's almost as if now we are in the moment. I'm sorry for talking so much. Oh, no, I love it. It's, It's almost as if we're now in the moment for black American artists that white American artists experienced in the 70s, where they could have a transcendent, uh, uh, ambiguous, amoral, and uh, like polyphonic voice. David Bowie is not one thing. I'm sorry that I keep bringing him up no, in all of our podcasts. No, keep bringing him up. But like he's not one thing, right? He's right. so many things. And... I think that's exactly what's going on with so many of these artists. And I think that's the reason why Awaken My Love was seen as sort of like WTF, right? Because the people who were listening to it didn't have the context. They were like me. They didn't have that context of his previous EPs, his previous releases. Whereas people like you who had been with him, it seemed like it was functioning in terms of a logic. Right. Yeah, I mean, he... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have much else to say. Like, he, he just, like I said, he transcends what a mainstream artist is. Like you said, he's like Bowie. He Bowie was multi-things. Bowie could do all sorts of things. We joke about, like, these certain artists that are on alien levels, and I feel like I would put, you know, Childish Gambino in that, like, alien level of art, you know, with the princes, with the Bowie, with, yeah. you know, all these types of people. So if you're wondering how we choose which artists to talk about. It's sort of like if they can connect with the alien Bowie-esque 
or the alien what prince what whatever else it might be jesse and i look at each other they get we get a little twinkle in our eye we're like that's what it is that's absolutely (laughs) what's going to happen when that happens you know i i we usually don't decide too much anymore i just texted you yesterday i was like childish gambino and you were like okay (laughs) we're on it man um but yeah, man, this this video has so much going on, and as far as the imagery, I'm not too sure, like, you know, what exactly his point was, you know. But I, I think that's the beautiful thing about it is that it, it definitely sparked conversation. Yeah, I mean, you get the sense that everything is orchestrated, everything is chosen with intention. And yet at the same time, he wants he wants you to steep in it. He wants you to sit in it. He wants you to be in He wants you to dig dirt. around for stuff that he didn't intend to be there. And that's why he's not talking about it. And I love He doesn't that. need to talk about it, you no, know. No, it speaks for itself. And as far as, you know, I would love to know like if the Trayvon Martin's dad thing was intentional or not. Like Yeah. You know, at first when I was reading on the internet that it was his dad, I was like, oh, crap. And then I was like, no, it's just this actor. And I was like, okay, but still, I don't, I wonder if that was his intention or whatnot. But yeah, man, I, Childish Campino is just one of those artists that I feel is kind of a, you know, one of the pillars for me. I, no matter where I'm at, I can, I continuously go back to him even today. You know, I was listening to, you know, we were listening to some stuff from camp, like that last song. Yeah. um, you know it that power yeah that power it the i don't know just the kind of spoken word part that he does at the end of that even still tonight when i listen to it connected to me yeah he's like i got on the bus a boy and i haven't got off like kind of thing it's like oh like that still connects with me the same way it did whenever i listened to it as an 18 year old kid living in st charles missouri you know do you remember how way back in the 80s Chevy Chase was in a video with Paul Simon? No. Call me Al. Really? It's amazing. And I wonder if because of the community connection if someday we may see before Chevy Chase kicks the bucket a Chevy Chase appearance in a Childish Gambino video. I would love it, but they didn't. They didn't get along no. on the set of Community. No. Was, well, no one got on got along with Chevy Chase. He was racist. Like <laughs> he's, Donald, he's a wacko. Donald Donald Glover like straight out like said that he would like said racist things to him. That's the thing when you're like 75 years old. No, and and the funny thing is, is in Community, the, his character Pierce was like. <laughs> Had obviously had like fucking dementia or something. Oh, and I think Chevy Chase actually he, probably he has may, dementia. He may actually have dementia. Uh, but anyway, well, you know they did a lot of drugs on SNL sets back in the day. So I hope they still do lots you, of drugs. You, you, well, they're probably all doing safe drugs. You know, like back in the day. Oh yeah, you, like cocaine. No, they don't do that anymore on the set. <laughs> they they do that in the after party. What Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd were doing on the set was just like. Next level LSD stuff. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. So, I mean, I those guys, man. I need to go back and watch some old SNL. I haven't watched old SNL in a minute. but So, to, to round it out, like, like what would be your takeaway from This Is America? Bringing it back to Gambino, bringing it back to Donald Glover. Like, like it's a serious video, 
and it like punches you in the gut in a way. Right, like, but you, I don't know how. I don't know what I. Th- I don't know what the. I don't know what I think. Like, I obviously like it, and I think that he's trying to say a lot of things that are wrong with America that I agree with. Um, you know, the dude. Like, there's that subtle part where the dude like kills himself like by jumping off the balcony yeah yeah it's like that's not talked about it's like it's not only like stuff there's like mental illness stuff in there there's you know it's crazy i mean there's references to richard Pryor. yeah there's references to being out of step like isn't it really interesting how they have these beautifully choreographed dance steps and yet glover is out of step with the people behind intentionally He's For doing, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, he's doing the exact same moves in the other direction. And then, and that's exactly what's happening in the background. Can we just talk? Okay, I, I'm so glad that we drugged this out a little bit because I do have a hot take. Hot take. I I hate so much Bruno fucking Mars. <laughs> <laughs> He is the worst. <laughs> and the fact that he is being dubbed Jesus incarnate or fucking Michael Jackson incarnate is ridiculous to me. Amen. When preach preach obviously it. Preach it. Michael Jackson reincarnate has been standing in front of us as Donald Glover, Childish Gambino the whole fucking time. The the only Michael Jackson I acknowledge is Donald Glover. I that is so ridiculous to me. Yeah, dude. And the fact, okay, let me just the Grammys are fucking bullshit. Okay, yes, let me just say yes. we all know this. The fact that Bruno Mars, which I called by the way, yes, you did. The I, fact I, that I remember Bruno Mars fucking won album of the year over Kendrick Lamar's Damn while Kendrick Lamar's Damn won a Pulitzer yes. Prize <laughs> is ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck Bruno Mars. Yeah. Fuck Bruno Mars. Uh, Bruno, Bruno Mars is is uh, uh, completely incidental to actual content, actual meaning. He's a cheap knockoff Michael Jackson wannabe. Right, and, you know, and and I th- actually think that what's wonderful if you look through Donald Glover's videos, Childish Gambino's videos, he's always referencing Michael Jackson. He's oh always gosh. referencing the visuals of Michael Jackson. When you watch Telephone Avenue, Oakland at the end, does that not give you shades of Thriller? Seriously, like what? he even he even turns to the camera and one of his irises has been changed color. Yeah, just the same like, way. Ex- <sighs> yeah, so good. I'm telling you, man, people are sleeping on, have been sleeping on Childish Gambino for years. Dude, people think that art is just, I just didn't express myself, man. No, it's thinking in a different medium. Go to art school. God damn. All right, kids, you heard, you heard it here. Go, come to Mizzou and Matt Ballou could be your professor. That would be awesome. Yep. And maybe you can sit around and drink some. Uh, what are you drinking this week, Matt? This week on the podcast, I'm drinking Crispin Browns Lane Classic English Dry Hard Cider. Made from English Bittersweet Cider Apples. 5.8 ABV. You hear that? If you would like to have an ad read onto my future vinyl collectors, it can be read that pretty just by Matt Below. And here's the thing. Where did you buy that, Matt? 
I bought this at Hy-Vee. Oh, man, I was hoping you would say the gas station. Um, anyway, thank you, thank you everyone, for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Slade, J-E-S-S-E-S-L-A-D-E. Matt, you are at... Icona Catizo. Icona Catizo. E-I-K-O-N-K-T-I-Z-O. On Twitter. Um, give us a give me a follow on Instagram. I post a lot of stuff about music on Instagram. Jesse Slade, once again. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. This wouldn't be possible without you. And uh, yeah, Matt, thanks for coming over. Thanks for talking Childish Gambino with you. I love every minute of it, man. Thanks again. Guys. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. Give me the beat, boys. Free my soul. I want to get lost in rock and roll and drift away. Can we do a live recording from a demolition derby this summer? I think we should. I, ha- I haven't been to a demo demolition derby in shit uh, eight, 17 years. 17 years. Well, that's 17 years too many, Matt. I think we might need to make it happen. Live recording from our the the first live show for uh, to my future vinyl collectors will be uh, from a demolition <laughs> derby. <laughs> the sound, um, the sound of the the grinding cars, the busting glass, the grinding busting. <laughs>